for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Living Life. Now, we are social beings, meaning that we live in a community, we live in groups, and we act in uh, social uh, ways. Uh, social norms becomes our thoughts and our ways, and we could be swayed by how the society moves. Likewise, we will see in today's passage how the crowd moves according to their ways of thoughts, what they think they're right. Also, we will see um, the main character, um, Abimelech, who also acts according to his thoughts, his ways. And also we see another character, which are the Israelites, who move after Abimelech dies according to their ways. Amongst this, we also see God, how he judges all of them. And based upon all those characters that appear in today's passage, we will see how much we are swayed by how people move and think and act and react to disaster situation. And from there, we will look at the lessons that the Bible teaches us through this passage. So let's take a look. Judges chapter 9, verses 46 through 57. On hearing this, the citizens in the tower of Shechem went into the stronghold of the temple of Elbereth. When Abimelech heard that they had assembled there, he and all his men went up Mount Zalman. He took an axe and cut off some branches, which he lifted to his shoulders. He ordered the men with him, Quick, do what you have seen me do. So all the men cut branches and followed Abimelech. They piled them against the stronghold and set it on fire with the people still inside. So all the people in the tower of Shechem, about a thousand men and women also died. Next, Abimelech went to Thebes and besieged it and captured it. Inside the city, however, was a strong tower to which all the men and women, all the people of the city had fled. They had locked themselves in and climbed up on the tower roof. Abimelech went to the tower and attacked it. But as he approached the entrance to the tower to set it on fire, a woman dropped an upper millstone on his head and cracked his skull. Hurriedly, he called to his armor bearer, draw your sword and kill me so that they can't say a woman killed him. So his servant ran him through and he died. When the Israelites saw that Abimelech was dead, they went home. Thus God repaid the wickedness that Abimelech had done to his father by murdering his 70 brothers. God also made the people of Shechem pay for all their wickedness. The curse of Jotham, son of Jerobal, came on them. So as we see in today's passage, we see there is a crowd that moves in reaction to the disaster that they are experiencing. There's the people of Shechem, and also we see a character, the main character for the previous uh, days in uh, this living life is 
Abimelech, uh, who is acting according to his wickedness. And we also see uh, the characters who followed Abimelech, and they are the Israelites. And when we look at those reactions and actions and what they're doing, we all know, based upon the last verses of uh, today's passage, that they have been judged according to their wickedness. Verse 56 and 57 uh, states that God repaid the wickedness that Abimelech had done to his father by murdering his 70 brothers. That's one. The second is, God also made the people of Shechem pay for all their wickedness. The curse of Jotam, son of Jerubbaal, came on them. So this is what God ruled against them. But let's look at the reaction and actions that they made in order to find a lesson for us. The first is that when the citizens of Shechem reacted to the incoming disaster that they were about to face, the threat of Abimelech coming to kill them, they went into the stronghold of a temple of El Bereth. That is a foreign god, uh, which they believe that if they go into that temple, that they will be saved. Now, they met their demise. They all died because Abimelech, based on his wicked behavior, killed them all by burning them inside. But the other people of Shechem, when Abimelech approached, what did they do? We see in 51, they go into a tower and they had locked themselves in and climbed up the tower roof. That's what they do. First of all, the general reaction was, they went into the stronghold of a foreign god temple. Second is they go into a seemingly fortified tower and they lock themselves up. Both of them shows us something, which is that people, when they are facing a disaster, moving crowds, they don't know where is the right place to go. We know as readers of the Bible that the stronghold of the temple is not the right way to go because we know that refuge is only found in God himself. But this crowd doesn't know where to go. Not only they are foreigners living with Israelites because we know from context that um, they remember their ancestry back into the old days of Shechem. So they, that is why they rely on not God, but foreign God. But also thinking that they could lock themselves and protect themselves is a false way of reacting to a disaster. They're supposed to cry out to God. Obviously, as readers of the Bibles, as Christians and believers of God, those are the assessment that we can make. But the lesson is this. We too could also react these ways. We could tend to look for a stronghold, a place that we think is secure and safe and peaceful. We could lock ourselves up from an incoming enemy. Those are the general ways how people would react to disaster and threats. And what about Abimelech? How does he react to this situation? He acts with wickedness. He kills everyone who was locked up by burning them inside. What, how cruel could he ever think of? Because he is wicked. That's why he only thinks of wicked ways. But to that, how do God react? He judges all of them. He lets evil punish evil. That is why the Shechem people who do not believe in God uh, meet their demise by the hands of the evil one who is Abimelech. But also what happens? Abimelech dies by a coincidental 
a rock that falls on top of his head. I mean, how, how coincidental is that? It's simply when he's approaching the tower, a woman drops a milestone on top of his head. I mean, imagine how coincidental that might be. I mean, is she a professional in throwing rocks? We don't know, but the Bible doesn't tell. But it looks like God is working in this. And what does Abimelech react to that? He says, uh, don't tell anyone. That's what verse 54 says. So that they can't say a woman killed him. But evil cannot be enclosed in any ways because every evil is laid bare before the holy God. So we see in 2 Samuel chapter 11, verses 20-23, that this incident is mentioned in Bible. That even though he tried to disclo- not disclose this and keep it secret, God lays bare every evil and punishes every evil. And that's what happens. The sad part is found in verse 55. When Abimelech dies, the Israelites saw that he was dead and they went home. So overall, what's the lesson of this? Like I mentioned, we are social beings. We follow crowds and sometimes we're swayed by it. But Jesus mentioned this. It looks like there are sheep without a shepherd. We're lost amongst the crowd. Without any goodness, we are swayed by wickedness. We act based upon our knowledge and understanding, our ways of thought. And that's who we are. What's the lesson? Without God, we meet our demise, which is iterated in verse 56 and 57. Our wickedness are judged before God. So, as I mentioned, we are social beings. We are driven by something, whether it's ideology, it's culture, or ways of thought, or current trends, or even culture. I mean, without all the necessary tools to discern all that, we will be lost because we are like sheep without a shepherd. But what does the Bible tell us? We have God. We believe in Him. And He's the one who could give us discernment and the wisdom and the knowledge in order to choose the right path so that we do not follow the wicked ways. Unless we do that, we will meet the same demise that we see in today's passage because we stand judged before the right judge. So I ask you to come before the Lord so that you too do not be swayed by all that happens around you in society, but rather be founded on the rock who is God himself. So let us pray. Father Lord, I ask you to be our foundation so that we are not driven by something other than you. Like we see in today's passage, let us not be driven by wickedness, but rather let us be driven towards you. I ask this in your son's name. Amen. Sing your soul, let your father and stepping in closer.